All right. So welcome, everyone, to this new episode of Women's Empowerment Series. These are series that we have, we organize, inviting amazing female leaders from around the world. And I'm such an honor today to have with me Claudia Gomez from Bangkok and uh, connecting with us. Uh, she will tell us more about your background, but Claudia is a woman of the word. She's from Brazil, from Portugal, and lives in Bangkok. So this is the new way of being a female global leader. Welcome, Claudia. Such an honor to have you this morning. Thank you so much, Hindi. It's a pleasure to be here with you. Thank you so much for the invitation. It's amazing. I really believe that we believe in the same things, you know, like... We do. <laughs> Yeah. empowered you know entrepreneurs and taking care you know, of their careers and really growing as empowering like you you, you, you always say that yeah. so it's really nice to have this message all around and then yeah it's what you're saying it's like i'm from brazil i, le I left brazil i lived in spain as well for three and a half years and i'm in bangkok for 14 years now wow Amazing. We're going to go back to all this because I would love for you to share your story. If you just connect in with us for the first time, let us know that this is your first time watching Wes. If you've been watching us and this is episode 47, actually. So let us know. We'd like to greet you and to know where you're connecting from. And you have, if you have any questions, drop them in the comments for me, for Claudia, and we will be delighted to uh, answer. So today, let's talk about you. What will bring a young woman from Brazil all the way to Bangkok and to be so full successful in leadership and in helping others become leaders? How did it start, Claudia? Take us back. Wow. Well, uh, well I have to say everything. I'm living the three continents now. I think my career really has parts now in a way. So I started studying business administration in Brazil, and that's what I decided to follow now when I was in, in the area. I left Brazil. I was a business administrator. Now I was a, I was a manager now for the administrative area. When I got to Europe, I decided I didn't want to work on that anymore. I want to work in the travel industry. So I moved to the travel industry in Spain. So I started from scratch, zero, zero there, because I haven't done that in Brazil at all. And... Uh, and that brought me to two new companies in Spain now that get me from even from working from the administrative sides plus sales side. And I started doing for sales as well in Spain. And then I my ex my mecha partner in Spain got a job in Thailand. I think that happens to many, many people now that we've got a part our partners get a job now in a different country. And that made me move to Thailand. Now I was quite so happy. So you moved to Thailand to stay with your partner as yes. he had a job yeah that's very that's a, a lot of courage to do that that's yeah. nice yeah it was a, a, big change, a big change and then i i left brazil really thinking that i was going to live in europe i i decided to move to barcelona at the time so mm -hmm. it was a it was a very big change at the it was a big change but i understand that it's still kind of the same culture with still latins now as we as we say so it's not big 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 movements let's go for that of course, living how but the language is different, though. I mean, you you had to speak Spain, Sp Spanish, right, to be able to move to Spain. Yeah, well, so I think the first beginning at the beginning for me was to learn the language, and that was to just go to Spain and study and learn the language. But in the end, I love the country. Now, I'm Portuguese, as you said, so I decided to say, well, you know what, I'm gonna stay here. I really love the country, I want to stay, yes, and then 
happens. I met my ex-partner and in the end he got this job and things and I would move along. Né? So yes. when I come to, to Thailand, because he got this job in Thailand, for me it was quite unique. Never crossed my mind at all to come to live yeah. in Asia or Thailand because being Brazilian is quite exotic. Né? Living in Thailand, that's... It is. Nice. It's the other side completely, right? Yeah. Completely. It's not a How country. You don't know how life surprises you. I mean, you can plan and then there is another plan for you. It's it's just incredible. Yeah, yeah. thank you for saying that. It's exactly the description for me. We never ima- I never imagined was the best thing ever that happened to me. And uh and arrived in Thailand. Now I continue on the travel business uh career. Then okay. and I I got a, a uh, executive role like a uh, business developed director for Spain, Portugal, Latin America markets, and also global, global role. And uh, stayed there for about six, seven years. And then later, I think I was already in the path of changing. Now I think my I've, I've seen myself transitioning, and uh, I decided to go for the coaching because it was something that I always loved. It. And I psychologist, yeah. I always loved it since I was quite young. It's not really exactly the same, but it's still kind of in the area. And I decided to say, you know what? I'm going to do that. You know, so I want to try this. And when did you decide go. that? Like how long ago? Uh, now I'm seven years. In okay. So that's quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah. It's quite a while now. Yeah. yeah. It was, was a big change again because it was, again, I start over from scratch. Now, so it was a big decision one more time. I was 12 years in the career, established. Yes. So go over and say, you know what? <laughs> I love this. <laughs> Interesting, Claudia, because I think that every woman does that. We all do that. And probably, I mean, like having, you know, when you reach a point and then you kind of starting again, you like, okay, this is not what I wanted. Let me really start something else. Let me find something else. And it's like, it becomes like a pattern that we repeat over and over. Yeah, it's true. I mean, I'm, I'm with you on that one. I think there's something in us, you know, that knows that we need a change. <laughs> it was like, I'm okay, I'm happy, but I still need that change. I know it's good for me. I want to try it. And uh, that at all, you know, it's like, I think I did all the changes. Uh, it was never no, easy. I know it was, I hope you understand what I mean. I, I believe people who changes understand that changes brings um, some adjustments, some knowledge, some new things to learn and new things to, to apply to your life. Yeah. But no regrets in any level. And it was Never. always an amazing path. And, yeah, it's and always, it's always probably, amazing for yourself. <laughs> no, this is this is really good because that's probably one of the recipes of success is to be able to change. Because as long as soon as you find yourself in a comfortable zone, when you're like comfort because it's habitual, because you do the same thing, because you don't even push yourself anymore, you're just like stagnating. That's kind of a sign to tell you, like, you know what? Just go do something else now. Go grow somewhere else. Yeah. True. I think I have kind of a bug in me. <laughs> I think there is a bug. Yes. How long does your pattern last? How long usually? The one you, how long do you stay in the same um, activity, the same focus before you decide to change? Um, to be like I said to you, I I, li- I worked along the way in my career in thirteen companies, thirteen different companies, since from working in the garage to a multinational global company. So of course I did in different stages, in different kind of uh, experiences I had. So I'm very grateful and very 
uh, very, very grateful for that because now working with leaders, they know the difficulties they can have in so many different uh, forms of work, that is so yeah. many different areas of work. And that for that, I'm so grateful. But the longest one I stayed, I have to say, was six years. Is the one that I told you here that I stayed in Thailand was six years in the row. And uh, to develop the, 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 the market and you know, to develop the, the, the system for the teams and everything. So, yes, that was six years. And now seven in coaching. So it's like the, the longest ones for me. Wow. And how would you love particularly in this coaching business? Do you, who do you target? Do you coach women, men? Uh, what level? I, I coach both. I coach men and, and women. I coach leaders in that case. Um, but my, my, my path from the lead, from the coaching came exactly for this situation that I always felt when I was in uh, working for companies, that uh, not just being a leader, but working for leaders. Now I see so much of the difficulties from the communication for connecting with the team, for really make the team become a team. Now, in a way, the collaboration to really happen to the to 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 the people who are there every day together. So, how much fear is that on the on the how I say it, not say it, is what they're gonna think or not think? What can I do, not do? The conflict that comes from sometimes just a small conversation could really just solve that, but it still happens now that we have some difficulty sometimes. And I have to tell, for me as a leader, was a journey for myself as well. I have to say, I grow as I grew as a leader. Now, in a way, I was always I always consider myself natural leader because I like the position. I don't I don't mind in taking charge. That's put that way. I was it's something that I was kind of comfortable with, but I don't I don't have the tools. I have to say the tools came along the way for me. Now, now that I know them, I say oh, was my life would be very much would be different if I knew that before. Many. So I want to help people to really get now to get to these tools and to really take the shortcuts now for, for like their that. career. Because I had to learn this in 23 years, you know, why I cannot give just some shortcuts now so people can just connect with that and really use that in a daily basis and really just, you know, can do much faster than I did and maybe improve three times more than I ever did. So, of course, so- why not? So if you were to share like one powerful point that helps uh, leaders feel, be better, uh, embody their leadership status in a fulfilled way, what would that be? I think for me, more than anything is then when the leader really starts, um, how can I put it in a mild way, is the ego part. I think there is an ego in the leaders. <laughs> now that we, There's an ego in everyone, not just the leader, everybody. Mm. I will put that one in case. <laughs> no. So when you, when you become the leader, when you are uh, dealing with people, now sometimes there is an ego thing. And I don't think in a bad way, to be honest, I think ego is, is, is a friend as any other as any other part of us. Like any the ego is a friend, so that's true. It's a friend, it's leader friend. So it's how to deal with this friend. Now I think that's the point. So. ฮาวทูดิวฮาวทูดิวดิวดิวดิวดิวดิวดิวดิวดิวดิวดิวดิวดิวดิวดิวดิวดิวดิวดิวดิวดิวดิวดิวดิวดิวดิวดิวดิว
uh, in that case is when you really know yourself, when you're more connected with yourself, when you're more aware of who you are, your strengths, especially your weakness, now when you're really uh, okay with your uh, shadows, now we say yes. that one thing that you don't want to know about yourself, but you're already there with you and you know that. So it's, your life becomes more an easy, an easy life, becomes more easy for you to deal with anything and anyone who's around you. So I think that's for me is the point is when the leader really get to the point of really seeing him themselves as this leader now that they want to be the leader they they know they can be and we are different as leaders that we are different people so we have our, our own ways to lead now so when we know what what makes us a strong leader what makes us now the influential person that we are for our team now so how are we influence influencing our team now so we're really aware of that so how how kind of a role model these are really powerful points because, okay, one, you say that your ego is a friend. So you have to really be aware of how, what are you, how are you dealing, handling your friends? Is it the one taking over? Are you the one letting them aside? How are you handling them? And the second one is to know yourself when you know your really, your strength. Uh, what, what type of leader are you? I'm not sure you hear me because I can see you frozen, Claudia. I don't know if everybody can hear us, but so the second point is, uh, can you hear me? Yeah, I got, I'm going to tell you that it's just cut it a little bit. I could not hear the last words that you just said. I'm really sorry. Yeah, no, that's okay. Because I saw you frozen on the screen. So what I was saying is that really the second one is to know your skills and know your shadow. So what do you mean by shadow? Is it the things that you don't want to think about? Uh, you don't want to... Uh, acknowledge what do you mean i think when we call the shadows is that kind of a part of us it can be anything to be honest is everybody sees our shadows in different ways and so uh, but it's the part that we think we are i don't know we think we're stupid we think we are not able we think we are um we put names in ourselves now we decide that we are something now and until we make peace with that out with that side now, when we start talking to ourselves and show to ourselves that it's not really that way, now maybe I, I'm not stupid. Maybe there are something that I don't really know. It's like I don't know everything. Now, so I know I make the peace with the things that I know and things that I don't know. So I start seeing that part of me with more compassion, with more care. Now I bring that part alive and I deal with that side and talking to that. It's kind of a it's kind of a being able to talk to yourself in in any level now it's really bringing and say i'm feeling so you know like i don't i'm not feeling that capable today you know it's like and that comes up and that becomes you and then you have to see that it's okay now that it's okay that it's, this is really coming up and it's fine so what makes me feel that way let me can i do something about it can i be more compassion to me to myself and understand that i'm going through this but i'm gonna get out of this anyway now so it's, it's dealing with anything that is is bringing us to a more negative state or a more low energy state or or things that takes us our from our what i call balance now and alignment or yeah it is when i see the shadow as in my interpretation when i normally yeah, I, bring as a shadow <laughs> i think you're right because we often let our mind wander 
and collecting all those negative ideas and thoughts about us that actually all what they do is they feed more doubt, they feed more anxiety, they feed more stress about the way we are in any situation. And I, 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 you know, they are shadows and these shadows, if you're not aware of them, then they will really drag you down because they will be, they will appear in your life the moment you don't want them to appear. And often when you want to go and make a big speech or when you want to go and work on something important, and then you have this doubt shadow that comes and actually, you know, they just kind of ah scare you a bit, make you feel like, oh, what if it doesn't work? What if something doesn't go the way I want it? And, and I think the, I like the way you say it as a shadow, but the, what we want is actually to replace that shadow to be by cheerleaders, by, you know, like another something invisible that will cheer you up. They'll say, you know, you can do it. You're great. And you can really connect with that. Yeah. Thank you for saying that. So I, I have, it's like, it's when we think about the, like the shadow that I think we, yeah. Shadow. So but I want to ask you one last question I, because our connection is not so good. So let's just uh, wrap up with one last question about uh, what do you feel, um, you know, make a difference? I mean, I know all the leaders are different and all the readers are the same. What stands out for you working with Thai organization in Bangkok and in Thailand? I'm not sure you hear me, Claudia. I think we got disconnected from Bangkok. Well, it's okay. So anyway, let me just uh, summarize what we are talking about, about, you know, how to become a greater leader is really one is to understand your ego is your friend. And so you need to really see how the friend who is your ego behaves. Does your friend wants to always be the one in the front, wants to always be the one taken care of, in which case you really forget the bigger, bigger vision of making an impact and caring about others and all what you will be worried about is your own ego and i think the way to see it as a friend is a good way because you don't want it to be too over to uh to, oh, okay i think claudia had show, showed up sorry, back. <laughs> oh you're back yeah that's I love, all. I love live events <laughs> Okay, that's what I was saying. I was summarizing what we were talking about, about the ego, about the shadow that really brings you to doubt. And I think just to wrap up with another, you know, to just have a, a third point that will put a bow on our conversation around leadership is what makes a difference? I mean, you obviously being in Bangkok, you work with uh, leaders in the area, leaders in Thailand, and also leaders from around the world, I bet, because the world has gone global. Uh, how do you see and feel that difference and uh, in culture, in in uh, the way business is approached, and leadership for that matter as well? Uh, quite quite through what you're saying, Kira. I think I've noticed much less uh, cultural shock, like I was telling you before, regarding when I was living in Spain, for example, when I was dealing with the the with a team there or or leaders there because I think for me at the time when I look the culture is not that 
far away and I didn't see much clashes and cultural aspects, exactly the companies that I was working for at the time, I, I could not see it. I see much more here in Asia, for example, is, is quite different, the culture. So if you come as a front of Western to, to here, you notice the, 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 there is a gap right, between cultures and you have to adjust. Now you have to come and understand how the, the area works that depend on the country that you're working with. So Thailand, for example, has unique traits that unique traces for, for, for the culture. So you, you need to adjust. Now it's not always the way you want it. It's not always the way you're used to that the country, the, the culture has its ways to make things work. Then you have to learn how to manage and how to learn how to connect so you are able to connect with your team like i was saying before because uh, thailand is a very collective um uh, country and it's, it's not very individualist uh, country so it's a more collect collective state so people are very used to work together and think about each other and really uh, have a lot of hierarchical um process and you have to adjust you have to understand how that works now it's not about i come and i like this and we're gonna do my way no it's not like that so yes <laughs> okay so i think uh, uh we <laughs> we lost you again claudia um, it sounds everything fine but it's Sorry, looks everything is fine. <laughs> Sorry for that. My internet looks okay. But that's okay. I think what your point is very important is that, you know, everything has gone global. Leadership is now similar all around the world. There is no cultural differences. There is no cultural shock, as you talked about it, uh, because we have gone digital and the digital world is uh, smoothing the differences uh, around the world in terms of culture, in terms of the way business is being conducted, and in terms of uh, also networking and relationships are being created. So I think let's uh, just wrap up. And now if you would like to say a last word about, uh, you know, this uh, leadership, the, the new way of being, the new way of growing as leaders. Okay. regarding the this cultural activity so bangkok is a very diverse diverse teams and diverse um uh, nationalities so it's like you're saying it's this adjustment is 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 incredible yes so anyway, thank you so much, Claudia, for being with us today from Bangkok. I know we didn't have such a great connection, but the the, the words were very powerful, very valuable. Uh, it's a beautiful conversation we had. Thank you, everyone, for being with us. If you have any question for Claudia or for myself, please let us drop it in the comments. Just hashtag replay, and we will be very delighted to come back and answer to that. Thank you all. Uh, WES is a women empowerment series where we invite different women uh, leaders from around the world, sharing their story, sharing the, the why behind what they do, what they do every day, and also sharing some nuggets and some value for you so that you can feel that you can also grow as the greatest female leader. Thank you so much, Claudia, for being with us today. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for the invite.